Oh, brother. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the 4th and 4 podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Chip, here with my fearless other co-hosts, Patrick, Rob, and joining us once again is Shaw. Say what up, Shaw. I fear no man. No, he does not. Here's no man. Uh, we got an awesome episode for you guys. We got we're gonna talk some news, and we're gonna get into a little bit of get to know your hosts better type of episode. And we're gonna talk about some of our favorite NFL memories. Uh, you know, Rob and I, big Titans fans, so that should apply to a lot of you. Uh, we're gonna have some really uh some really big Titans moments in here. Then of course, you know, we got Eagles moments and then Patriots moments. Um, to talk about, but it'll all be great. Then we're going to dive into some rookie uh, quarterback fantasy futures uh, in the uh, for the rest of the episode. So not too many different segments, but a lot to cover here. But yeah, let's dive into the news. Uh, Rob, I saw that Oklahoma Sooners, to cover a little bit of college football, just acquired a new quarterback uh, from Ooh, the Juco school. Play that, play that soundbite oh, for, for, for Rob. For the, for the Sooners. Bummer, bummer Sooners. Texas fan Rob. Yep, they're go. getting another. Yep, they're getting a quarterback whose skill and uh, name are the same. Booty. What's his so name? Texas is going to go whoop that booty. <laughs> General Booty. Just, yeah. General Booty. is. Got to give it to his parents, honestly. Top five best name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys uh, understand. Yeah. Like how badly I need him to succeed at the next level. I need to hear like Tom Brady when he becomes a like like a is a CBS or Fox Fox a Fox broadcaster. I need him to say General Booty like <laughs> Fox, five times Fox. a day. I need that. That would be that would make my life a lot better. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's transferring from a Juco. I just right? want to hear Troy Aikman yeah. saying it. Really, I want <laughs> yeah. my kid to wear Tony General Romo. Booty jersey when he grows up. <laughs> I want I want him to I want him to watch General raise the Lombardi wherever he be. <laughs> the booty Lombardi. That would be uh yeah. The general <laughs> the general booty Lombardi chip. Whatever team general. whatever team drafts him. Watch you know, yourself. Booty they're bringing booty back to Philadelphia or wherever that is. Whatever team lucks out. Whatever team lucks <laughs> out. <laughs> Uh, it's a well, freaking yep. lottery. Bringing booty back. All right, we just wanted to talk about. We just wanted to say the word general. Boomer sooner. Let's go. Jersey sales will be <laughs> awesome, regardless. Oh, you're right, Patrick. He may <laughs> never play it down in the NFL, but if he gets drafted, we're, you better know we're all buying his jersey. Um, but in other news, more relevant news, uh, James Bradbury signed contract to the Birds. I think I had the details uh, here. Yeah, it was a one-year, one year, $7.5 million. Dollars. I thought it was a $7.5 million deal. Uh, I think it's 7.5 with like uh, the other two and a half and oh, like okay. some incentives. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, um, so, it can go up to 10. Okay, yeah. Uh, what do you think? How, how does that? How is that for the Eagles, Patrick? Uh, it's great. It adds uh, another uh, competent cornerback on the other side of Darius Slay. Uh, it's kind of a prove-it contract for Bradbury. He's a little bit younger than Slay, too. And he's had some, I mean, past four seasons have been awesome for him. So 
um, really only Slay and maybe Lattimore have had better seasons in the past like three, four years, at least when it comes to past breakups. Um, Gilmore, too. They just don't throw as much at Gilmore. But, yeah, um, Bradbury to the Birds is fantastic. And the Giants are also paying $11 million dead money to him, so that just tickles me even more. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little weird to me that he's having to take a uh, prove-it contract, you know, judging from how successful he's been so far on the outside. I mean, he's, I would say he's one of, he's like a top six, like outside cornerback at this moment. So that's a, I mean, that's a huge I think this for you guys. has a lot to do with, I think this has a lot to do right now with not just uh, his situation with the giants. Um, again, they paid a lot of money to, I mean, I don't know. There's just, they've bungled their situation and that's why Gettleman got fired anyway. And I think he's just kind of wanting to stick it to him. And that's why he's going to a division rivals for um, kind of a pay cut. Okay. He could get more money elsewhere probably. Yeah. No, that's or at least longer term. Yeah. That's a good point. Definitely. Yeah. I think, I think he makes the Eagles a lot better for sure. And he kind of, I thought the Eagles were going to address uh, that position in the draft. It moved but, up our uh, Vegas odds. Oh, I'm sure it did. Yeah, he's an excellent player. Him and Slay are going to be. Yeah, I lethal. had it that. Yeah, I had it that they were taking McDuffie. Yeah. So who's? Oh yeah. Who's going to line I'm up? I'm really against? excited by what they've addressed uh, in the off season. Yeah, is is he going to line up against uh, CD? You think? Who's going to line up against? Uh, Bradbury, against CD. <sighs> yeah, I think he's going to line up against CD. Listen, uh, 6'1", 2'12", corner, at uh, 28 years old, you guys are sitting here acting like he's long-term. I mean, he's he's going to bust out soon. DBs don't last forever. Y'all getting the tail end, he's, DB. And don't listen, he's going to be awesome. I, I hope he's going to be awesome, but he could be a whole Namdi awesome off. We don't know. Yeah. We don't well, know. I was going to make that point that, you know, it's only a one-year deal, and that's probably why the whole – 2011, when the offseason the Eagles did, they won that offseason, but then they started out 4-8, and eight, that whole dream team. I, I'm not sure if it was Namdi or if it was Vince Young who said that about, you know, having a dream team. But, yeah, you got to prove it in the season, too. That's good and point. that's why it's only a one-year deal, because they know that he's towards the tail end, and they don't want to be burned again. Caught holding the bag, I guess. I can respect that. I mean, Darius I Slay is, but I mean, Darius Slay is 31, 32, and he's still playing at a pretty high level. Yeah, he's up there too. I mean, he's probably going to hit his yeah, wall this year or the next. Guy, and that, that's rare, you know? Yeah, you're right. You're right. It always comes. It always comes. It hit Revis like a freaking truck. It did. Like, I mean, he was doing great, lifted it in New England, did one good year in New York, and then just hit by a freaking train, man. He turned into, he he turned into Revis train continent train came pretty back. quick, yeah. <laughs> um. There's a couple of DBs, though, that are stick around till they're like, uh, like the – McCordy brothers, how old are they? Those dudes are old. Yeah, aren't but they? they switch to safety. Like yeah. McCordy, like Jason has always played DB. Like he yeah. switches, and Devin's always stayed safety. Yeah, you know. But I mean, he started out corner even early on. You know, but not to get sidetracked. How old are they? Uh, they're old. They're yeah. old. They're thirties. Uh, <laughs> like probably. Well, I mean, honestly, let me let me look it up. Honestly, the Eagles could use safety help too. So 
if they want to like make him a safety or one of them a safety at some point, I'd be all for that. Because yeah. that's another group that we wonder yep, if they'll hold up during the season. Yeah, yeah. 34, okay. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, That's my point, though. I mean, they've held up. They have, they've held up, so who knows? And even, even if it's that, y'all have six decent years, you know? Yeah. Six yeah. decent years of a 6-1, six, six, 2-12 corner. Yeah, Bradbury also hasn't. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. Yeah, Brad Bradbury hasn't dealt with a lot of injury either, unless I'm just an idiot and I have no idea what I'm talking about. So he seems to be a pretty durable uh, type of player. So you know, who, not the who, past who couple knows? of seasons. Who knows? He hasn't. Um, we got to move forward. The big thing about oh, Bradbury is like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I just wanted to say out. I mean, the big reason why a lot of people don't know him like a household name or anything is because I mean, he did his job, blocked people down, you know, and just. He always was an under-the-radar guy. So like you mm-hmm. guys said, it's a whole private deal, but let's move forward. Yeah, uh, definitely. Well, let's move forward. Uh, let's talk about Dan Snyder, the owner of the uh, Washington Commanders. Boo. Yeah, we'll give him a, we'll give him a boo, boo button. Uh, button for that one. <laughs> uh, I think that all the Washington Commanders fans are booing along with us right now. I think that's I think that's them out there in the studio audience, um, but yeah, they, definitely. Oh yeah, I invited them all, yeah. <laughs> all five of them, all five. Right, right. We have five fans. <laughs> the commanders, yeah. I think Us so. and then the commies, yeah. <laughs> the commies, right? Um, but yeah, uh, so Dirtbag Snyder, he is being he's under scrutiny again this time by his cons. Uh, his co, you know, co-owners, is that the word for it? Those who also have an interest in the team. Um, you could say... Share owners? Yeah. Yeah, share I guess, well, the, the other NFL owners. It's the other NFL owners, really. Yeah, oh, it's, no, it okay. is the other owners. Yeah, I misread that. Yeah, let's go. The other owners. It's his, it's his colleagues, I, I would say. Okay. I thought it was those who had really, it's also his, had a share in the in it's. The, colleagues uh team but yeah. yeah i'm pretty sure they're just collecting votes to see if they're gonna oust him right now correct that's right and this time it's for um yeah they need uh some kind of super majority to do it yeah they do mm. they, i think it's like 26 like 24 or something 26 they or something need, like that yeah 26 24 yeah. 20, 20 24 votes to oust him okay i would be curious to see how many votes uh, they mm-hmm. have but this is this he's under scrutiny again um this time it's for you know suspected withholding money from them, is that is that right? Oh yeah, he's a standard yeah, dude. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So what happened was he has underreported. Um, I think it was the numbers for uh, attendance uh, mm. to the NFL, and I think one of the things they discovered and they actually involved the U S government in this one mm. and the IRS is that they have two financial ledgers, uh, one that they report to the NFL and one that he keeps for himself, like that share their actual numbers. So they know, and the underreporting actually cuts into the share of revenue, um, for all the teams. So, I mean, he's officially, he's stealing from them, his, fellow owners and i guess that is finally what gets him after all his you know missteps yeah should we call them 
missteps is, uh, is one word for it. Yeah, I think not just the fact that the yeah, not just the fact that what? Oh no, not just the fact that you know Washington has not been really that good. Oh yeah, they not just the fact that Washington has really been that not been that good either. Yeah, they've they've been a dumpster fire for sure. Um, it's that whole franchise is just been down the drain for a couple of years it seems like yeah no doubt no doubt i guess like it's their defense like the team seems to be doing better oh, oh look the level like of the talent they've organization been team, especially and, recently like and they yeah You know, like that whole organization just needs to get their crap together, and otherwise, like they could be good. They had Heineke to like almost get them into the playoffs and go. I can't remember if he almost got them into the playoffs or got them like a couple games. He got into the them playoffs, to the playoffs like, with Heineke at quarterback, and like that team could be something if they just had better management and yeah, uh, ownership for sure. A lot of the time, it starts with the owner. He did get them to the playoffs. And I mean, they did make a right, a good hire. Um, Ron Rivera, I know, is a well-respected coach throughout the league, yeah. um, and everything that he's not to mention everything he's been through too with the cancer. Yeah, I mean, hats off, obviously, but it doesn't fix everything that Snyder's ever done. Um, in particular, with all the misconduct allegations that have gone on throughout the under his watch, whether he yeah. knew about it or not, it's one of those things that happens under your watch. <laughs> it's got to be done. It, that was the wrong drop. That was the wrong drop. I'm sorry. I meant to hit this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the the misconduct did not warrant a drum. The drum look, thing. I apologize. <laughs> no, it did not. It's right next to the booing. But button. yeah, okay. Um, sorry. No, it's just been terrible, and it's ironic that this is finally the thing that could do them in. Yeah. Um, but I guess the NFL owners uh, say to all the others out there that they have a chance to, uh, you know, do the right thing and get him out of there. I mean, I know that they probably maybe like that he's a boogeyman in there to like distract from their maybe some of their wrongdoings. They don't want to. I mean, it's a standard that they would have to be held to. But yeah. And they, I mean, they should. It's unfortunate that it has to come down to the money uh, and not any of the, you know, yeah. like you mentioned, the, the prior allegations. It, as soon as it starts to, like, affect the pocketbooks of the other owners, that's when we decide, okay, you know, maybe we shouldn't have them around and not the, uh, the misconduct, shall we say, uh, that was brought to light. In the recent years, I mean, the NFL did punish him for the misconduct. I will say they, he did get punished. He got a ten million dollar fine. The organ, I don't know if he paid it himself or if the organization did. And he stepped away from the day to day operations, but put his wife in charge. So, yeah, I mean, looks like he made it back. Maybe <laughs> we're wrong, and she actually is running the team. But he was there at the Wait, unveiling you... of the uh, the name, the new name. If you own an NFL team, a $10 million fine is more of a slap on the wrist. It's true. Yeah, uh, it's not going to really affect them. 
All right, we got to move forward. Um, Clowney, Jadavian Clowney, resigns with the Cleveland Browns. That's, you know, I guess that's a, a good thing for them. I hope they enjoy the two-headed attack. I hope they enjoy the five games. Dog pound. The five games that they uh, yeah. Get with you throw in Chase Winovich. Yeah, Clowney's a good you player. Got what heck of a D line? Oh yeah, I know. Clowney's a good player. I'm excited. The Browns will be. The Browns. Be I mean, good. I don't think you understand it though. Yeah, they they re-signed Jadavion Clowney, right? Mm-hmm. They have uh, Miles Garrett, and they just traded for one of the youngest, like Premier. Pass- I, I mean, Premier is like really overstating it, but I mean, uh, Chase Winovich has been amazing for the Patriots. A young solid. If you let yeah. him loose in the dog pound, and yeah. whenever he's, he's a, not going to get, I'm gonna tell you right now, he's not going to get double teamed when Miles Garrett is on one side and Jadavion Clowney's right. on the other side. And do they still have Oliver Vernon, or is he, like, long gone? I can't remember. I think he's gone. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, think he's I, I think, don't I think he's long though. gone. But I remember he was on the D-line with Clowney, and it didn't work out. But I see this one working out instead, just because it's not – like, it's never been this stacked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they, they can rotate people, and they're not catching double teams at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Vernon's a free agent. I just don't think Clowney's going to have that much of an impact. That dude's, speaking of old players, that guy's getting up there. Plus, it's true. He's just the last like two or three years, productivity has been so much down. But he is, you know, he's he's one of those players you. where he's good enough. Yeah, he has trouble staying on the field. Yeah, he, he's when he's on the field, though. Yeah, he definitely makes an impact. You have to respect him. Yeah, he's, right. he's like a You definitely have to respect almost. him, and he makes an impact, but you know you're not going to get him every game. Well, yeah. He's like a Bud Dupree in that really. he'll be on the field and people will give him attention when he's on the field and that allows those around him to shine. So I think that's one of the biggest things. Right. Uh, the, the so, and that's what he didn't have at Tennessee. He didn't have other great defensive lines right. to help him. Yeah. I mean, Shaw, I, I hope jump, you're right about I, Winovich. I do like him as a player. Yeah, he's going to do great. I just want to jump back in the conversation because two things. One, statistically, he's doing great in Cleveland. Like, I don't know who said he's he's not doing great the last two seasons, but in Tennessee, of course, he's not doing great because he wasn't the fit for that defense, to be fair. He's a run stopper, and y'all played him like a pass rusher. Like, yeah. he's not a pass rusher. He's not. He's never been a pure pass rusher his whole college career. Um. Or yeah, he was he, he was in college. He was known as the ball don't lie moment. Remember, whenever yeah. he went in on a run play. Yeah, that his whole career is like yeah, been him being a monster in the run against game. Michigan. But last season he had nine sacks in Cleveland, and you know why? Because Mr. Miles Garrett sitting on the other end getting double teams. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it sets him up. And then my whole point is, if you throw Winovich in like on the inside at all with his speed, oh my god. Yeah. I know they traded Mac Wilson. That could have been the fastest like front line, and that would have been absolutely terrifying. But I mean, you know, I know Cleo Mac and Joey Bosa exist out there, so That's I don't you have to, you know, I mean, it. and you've got some pretty high valuable quarterbacks over there in the AFC North too. Lamar Jackson's looking for a new contract. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow. I hope they can protect him. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's defense <laughs> God, will be God, yeah. So does Cincinnati. Cleveland's defense will not be their problem. Their problem will be, is Deshaun Watson suspended for six games, four games, ten games, whatever. That's what their problem will be. If it's on the lower end, I could see them winning nine, even maybe ten games. Yeah, 
No, I agree. I, I think I'm looking at his stats. I'm looking at his stats from the lat from his career, and I think that me and Rob are biased as Titans fans because if you look at his games played, it's 13, 14, 16, 15, 13, 8, 14. This last one. And then his sacks, 4.5, 6, 9.5, 9, 3, 0, 9. So <laughs> he played eight games, had zero sacks for the yeah, Titans. Yeah, I was looking so at the... A little bit biased in that way. The Titans and Seahawks years were pretty. How pretty much money did he years. make that year in Tennessee? I don't know. How much did Kenny Galladay make last year when he caught zero touchdowns for the Giants? <laughs> oh gosh, too much. I caught more touchdowns. Too the same much. amount of touchdowns yeah. for the Giants. You probably could have caught more than him. All right, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Um, let's talk about our favorite NFL memories. This is going to be a fun one. Um, Rob, how would you go first? We're going to talk about just our favorite, like. Memories that we enjoy. We're probably going to make fun of each other just to let you guys get to know us a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, just talking earlier, me and you grew up Titans fans, uh, growing up here in Middle Tennessee. So, a lot of fun Titans games over the years. I was looking back over uh, some videos earlier, and a couple of ones that stood out to me uh, that I just remember like super vividly was. First of all, one was when we beat the Colts back, uh, I think it was 2007, with a 60-yard field goal by Rob Baronis. Yeah. And I remember at the time, it was the longest field goal made at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to take a quick moment to shout out some uh, some listeners of ours up in Indianapolis, uh, Daniel Cochran and David Starkey. Uh they're Colts fans, and they got mad at me for giving hate to the Colts last week. But Sorry. I'm a Titans fan, and, you know, I hate the Colts. Colts suck. Oops. I'm not going to apologize for that. <laughs> Water is wet. I mean, you yeah. <laughs> we're not Colts fans. Although the Colts did sign one of my favorite pl- – actually, that's another bit of news. The Colts did sign one of my favorite players of all time, Nick Foles. He's been reunited <laughs> with Frank Reich. Y'all are toast. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, Rob. so, you know, lots of good memories of Titans and Colts games. Um, another good game, one of my favorite games watching Titans uh, back in like high school, middle school, was uh, the Cardinals and Titans game. Yeah. When I went into overtime and Vince Young let it drive all the way down the field. I think we started like on our own 10 yard line or even like further back than that, but dude just drove us all the way down the field. That was Kenny Britt's like sing single good play. Freaking out. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Kenny Britt. (laughs) His moment to shine. Um and me being a Texas fan and Titans fan, that was awesome. Just loved anytime Vince Young had a comeback game or played really well. I remember he had another good game against Houston. Um and then another thing I remember just loving watching was CJ2K and Lindell mm-hmm. White smashing dash, you know, just oh, yeah. beating people up and running all over them. So, you know, there's that. Obviously, can't be a Titans fan without talking about Air McNair, RIP. True. Um, yeah. Dude was just built different back in the day. Just an great quarterback and i don't know it was one of the dudes that i just like remember very vividly watching on the couch with my dad and i was just like man this is like why i like football because the dudes like this that 
dudes out there like playing with a broken rib, just chucking the football down the field and making big plays just because you love football so much. Like, yeah, that's why I love football. So yeah, he's Steven great. Nairs is awesome. Yeah, one of my favorite players of all time for sure. Yeah, Nairbank. definitely miss him. R.I.P. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But yeah, man. What about you, Chip? What are some Titans games you oh, remember? Oh man. Other um, NFL memories. So, one of my favorite memories. Uh, this is from a while back. It was also CJ2K, but that game where against the Jaguars, where he and Maurice Jones Drew just duked it out uh, for that whole game. I think they combined out, yeah. for almost 400 yards, that something like that. Uh, yeah, it was just incredible. Like they they'd be like on the sideline. I watched like an interview with Chris Johnson talking about the game. He was like, "Man, I watched him like like take off," and I was like, "It's on." It's on. All right, let's see what we can do. And then he takes off like the next like <laughs> drive for like a seventy yard touchdown. And man, Maurice Jones Drew also gave me yeah. hope when I was younger because I was like still small, uh, and I'm still small today. But then I was like, <laughs> I was like, he's a short king and he's balling out because uh, he's like he's what like five eight something like that. <laughs> he's he is not tall. He's like five, yeah, he's nine. not very tall at all. Hang on. Yeah, see what his height is. Um, I was I was hoping I'd make it to five eight uh, at that point, but uh, <laughs> that didn't happen. And I also didn't. He is five foot seven. Five foot seven. Love to see that. But yeah, he was he was balling. Uh, and that that was just a good game. Five to foot watch. seven, two ten. Wow. I also didn't reach. I also didn't reach two ten. Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not built like a actual bowling ball, so. Um, but yeah, my other favorite Titans game, Titans moment is, uh, one that Shaw and Patrick were witness to with me. And this was a game at Nissan oh, stadium. Man. Uh, the year Let's was go. 20, uh, 18, 2018. No, it was 2017. I think 18 uh, Eagles were no, no 18, 2018. And, the Titans yeah. hosted the Super Bowl champions, Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, Patrick was looking pretty smug for a lot of that game. You know, I think the Eagles were, I don't remember how the game exactly. Fun unfolded. fact, only uh, Eagles game I've ever actually been to. <laughs> oh, really? That's it. That's a good one to go to. Yeah, that's the only one I've ever been to because I, I let like... I'll get into this later. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, but it was, you know, it went to overtime. Uh, and I think we drove down the field. Corey Davis caught the touchdown in the end zone. I have a, a video of Patrick's face just, you know, melting. <laughs> I remember. And disappointment. Me and Shaw are just going ballistic. Uh, it, was, it was a great time. It was, the energy was electric. It was a good play. It was. It was a good play. Who threw that ball? Who threw that ball, Chip? Who threw that ball? Marcus Mariota. It was Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota threw that ball, Chip. Marcus Mariota threw that clutch ball. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus Mariota. Look. That's okay, uh, Shaw. Your Patriots got it a lot worse than my Eagles that, you know, that game against the Titans that they came and played them. That is true. Uh, which one? That was the that very same season. Hey man, and 
they got beat okay, pretty good. Lost. But yeah. I mean, you won the Super Bowl that year, so it's I guess true. that's a yeah. I was about to say, it didn't matter that year. Nor have we won. It didn't matter at all that year. But Patrick, what what about you? What is your favorite uh, bit? Your favorite memory? Favorite memory. So yeah, um, for those who obviously, I mean, everyone probably knows now. Uh, I'm a diehard Eagles fan. Um, geography, <laughs> geography kind of cursed me to that. Uh, being, you know, living in northeastern Maryland. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Living in like northeastern Maryland till I was ten. But I didn't even like, I actually didn't watch sports until, you know, I, after I moved to West Virginia and really? the town I was in in West Virginia, there were mostly Steelers fans. Um, and being halfway between Baltimore and Philly, I could have gone one of either three ways. You could be listening to either a Ravens fan right now or even worse, a god awful Steelers fan. No, I would just be so arrogant. Then yeah. well, I wouldn't be brutal like Philly fans are, <laughs> but I'd be arrogant as can be. Yeah, I'm glad you're not a Steelers fan or a Ravens fan. Anyway, uh, fa- yeah, favorite NFL uh, moments, I've got like three I can list. Um, so I started watching, first season I really watched religiously, like almost every game was like 2003 season for the Eagles. Uh, McNabb was my favorite player at that moment, and there was a divisional game against the Packers. It was the fourth and 26 game. They were down three to the Packers with like a minute or so to go. And they're facing a fourth and 26 seasons on the line at home. McNabb throws a strike for 28 yards to Freddie Mitchell. Mr. I just like to thank my hands for being so great. Freddie Mitchell, seriously, (laughs) go look up his video where he says that he thanks his hands for being so great. (laughs) He was a character. I think I remember something like that. And in Philadelphia, when you're a character like that, if you win and do good, they love you. They eat it up, make shirts, mask, everything about it. But (laughs) if you suck, oh God, you might as well just leave the country or something like that. Anyway, 4th and 26, they converted, got the field goal, sent it to overtime, and won the game in overtime. Uh, to go on and lose in the NFC Championship game, one of four consecutive NFC Championship games they made. After that, um, another one that I loved was uh, the Miracle at the New Meadowlands. Uh, y'all probably do remember that one. Uh, their part comeback. I, Miracle at the Meadowlands Part 2, the comeback. Yeah! D-Jax! d Deshaun Jackson. Dude, oh, that was the best thing he could have done. He on bobbles it. That was a Christmas game, right? Yep. It was right yeah, before was. Christmas. He freaking bobbled it, man. They he said, bobbled psych, it I'm taking they, it home. Sorry. Yeah. They lost. Ran like no, 200 no, that was yards the, on that play. That was the single best thing that DJX could have done. They all lost their assignment and went for the ball right after that. He's <laughs> like, shoot, I'm gone. And then who I think it was Avant, Jason Avant laid out this amazing block that just sprung him. Yeah. And then he he kind of showboat a little bit, but I, I know he was checking for time just to make sure it was <laughs> zeros on the clock. And then once he saw that, end zone, touchdown, beating the Giants, knocking them out of the playoffs. The playoff picture and all that was incredible. 
I have a Michael Vick Eagles jersey just because of that game, by the way. They Sorry were to down interrupt. 31 to 10 in that game. <laughs> yeah, Amazing. I know. Yeah. Got a Amazing. Michael Vick jersey just because and then, of that in the Eagles. <laughs> oh, I love Michael Vick, too. Um, <laughs> but um, obviously, you know, my final answer for best Eagles memory is them winning the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 52 against, you know, the GOAT. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to beat anybody, we want to beat the GOAT. And, you know, it was, uh, <laughs> you want Philly Philly? Love I that. was so nervous during that game. There were only two times I really allowed myself to cheer before the end of the game. And that was, you know, Philly special. Cause I knew it was like, okay, this is close to halftime. After that, I was like, yeah, they got it. Like they gambled and it paid off. That never happens against the Patriots. It just seems like you have to beat the Patriots three times in order to actually beat them. It's true. And then, you know, and then there was Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham going right by uh, Shaq Mason and can you getting not, to Brady. Can you not? <laughs> oh no, not. Shaw! You have Shaw! You have Just six not. Super Bowls. Seven, Just if you include Brady. Seven. seven. Yeah, seven. Okay, all right. That's all what right. I was about to say. So, can I enjoy my one? Thank you. Your turn, Shaw. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So to lead perfectly into that. So, um, my dream started. My earliest fo- uh, football memories uh, where. Uh, Patrick's nightmares started and uh, was it 2004 or 2005? I can't remember Patrick. It was the last one in the Patriots. Like it was, it was it the 04, it was the 04 season. Um, the Super Bowl was an 05. That was McNabb yeah. and that was T.O. had a, so I was six. He had a good game. Yeah. I was enough. six at the time. And this is like my first football memory. So like, this is how I'm introduced to football. It's a Super Bowl, and it's, like, all my family members, you know, like, we're over for the – my mom invited us over, or we went over to my mom's aunt's Super Bowl party, everything. Everybody's huddled around the TV. And all I remember, don't remember anything about the football game because, you know, I'm six. But the end of the game, everybody's just staring around, man. <laughs> and then the freaking legend, Adam Vinatieri, just kicks it through, man. And everybody went ballistic. And, uh, you know – like you said, there's a couple other Super Bowls, so you know I kind of count those on my hands nowadays. Got Malcolm oh Butler God. on the goal line. It was you know I was a little bit older, freshman yeah. high school. Whenever that happened, I just remember the room blowing up. I mean, it's just it's really just family memories, man. It's just those Super Bowls with the Patriots. It's like the best family moments. What's the best? Man. What's the best? Super That's Bowl why. Man, Oh my God! It's 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 fifty one. <laughs> it's fifty one because right? I just remember I like uh, yeah everybody was quiet. My cousin's blowing up, but uh blowing up my phone talking about it's okay. He's gonna come back. I'm like yeah no, he's just super calm. And then you know my gosh, what did what Atlanta do? do? What do you know? Three. What did Atlanta do? What do you know? But um <laughs> yeah they choked. Stop! 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 No. Nick, stop! Stop! Gotta it. love Nick providing stop that. Stop it! Yes, uh, shout out Nick no, for Nick. providing us with that. No, from the last episode, we will exploit you every Thanks, time Nick. for content. Thanks a lot. Thank you. <laughs> all right, um, but besides I all mean, the Super Bowls, <laughs> just for a legitimate memory, is probably the Julian Edelman playoff pass, like uh, against the Ravens. If you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I think um, I it was like. I think it was their comeback run, yeah, in 2014, where they won eventually against the uh, Seahawks. Yeah, but they had to get through yeah, the Ravens, yeah, that one, and elite Joe Flacco for some reason. 
and <laughs> they were down, and Edelman just said, you know what, let, 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 let me sling it. And then Dola, Amendola, I mean, just the two guys who you don't think would do much on that football field, man. You know, I'm just, I was stoked to see it, bro. It was, yeah. it was insane. Yeah. Best memory. Best That's memory. Wasn't that the season that you uh, deflated the balls against the Colts? So that's been proven to be farce, and uh, you know what? Uh, don't care, dog. I'm a deflate gate uh, disprover. Don't care. Did not happen. That's not even true. It's all farce. It's all made up. It's a witch hunt. All right, we're moving forward on that note. <laughs> um, we're going to talk some rookie quarterback fantasy futures. We're going to talk about Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell, and Matt Corral. Um, we're going to you know, kind of skate over their attributes or mainly want to talk about their landing spots and what that means for their futures. So, and that's, we're, we're talking fantasy when we talk about these uh, for the most part, unless we specify other words, uh, other uh, whys for this. So we'll start out uh, with the hot juicy one, Malik Willis. Uh, personally, and I'll start personally, I think that there's a lot of, a lot of good, also a lot of bad. Um, fantasy wise, the bad news is there's no immediate fantasy relevance, obviously, barring injury to Tannehill. And I personally hope that he, you know, apart from some sort of schemed up involvement, like some wildcat packages or goal line type of stuff for him, I don't want him on the field at all. I don't want them to ruin him the way they ruined Sam Darnold, uh, who was not ready for the NFL. Um, He's very raw, and he needs to work on his progressions and decision-making, but he's got the uncoachables. You know, he's got that Michael Vick-level talent and, you know, the arm strength and the rushing ability. I think that, I think, you know, that Michael Vick level is his ceiling. Um, but whether he makes it there or not, that's a different story. What do you guys think? Uh, I agree. I yeah. agree, really. Wouldn't get him this year, but I think down the year down the road for sure. Uh, but just he's not gonna play this year, so yeah. I'd say let him fantasy sit. Oh, my up. bad, Robbie. Oh, I was just gonna say, just not a good fantasy pickup. No, oh, yeah, I'd say I'd say just let him sit and learn. But uh, Tannehill ain't gonna let that boy learn. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's yeah, what's stated. Okay, that's that's okay, public okay. knowledge. That was that yeah, was he, ain't, he gonna sit, but he ain't gonna learn. Not from Tannehill. He yeah, said yeah, he's still he gonna, gonna be able, able to work with Tim Kelly. And... That's what he said. Include the whole. Quote. It's not his job, Chip. <laughs> it's not his job. Not his job. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm looking after these kids. I don't think I don't think Malik Willis kids my own spot in Tennessee. Though I'll say that. I think he got a really good. Uh, yeah, he definitely got the time to mature and work with the coaches and get all the that more uh, fine tuned precision stuff down. But it's also a healthy oh, yeah, yeah, a healthy rocket he's on a winning team. Yeah. He's also he's also on a healthy like front office where like, you know, the coach and the GM just got extended. So uh there's no like potential change oh, yeah. of quarterback, like oh like offensive coordinator carousal like Marcus Mariota had to deal with. So hopefully he can uh Oh, I agree. Like, pull, I pull one out for him every day. Uh, I think he could have been something big, but I think that learning a new playbook every year is going to do a number on you. 
Hey, man, it's a really complicated scheme down here in Tennessee where it's just uh, pick the ball up, slowly hand it off to Derrick Henry, and watch. <laughs> it's a really complicated scheme y'all got brewing down there in Nashville, man. Yeah. Really complicated stuff. I hope he picks it up. Hope he we learns. Like, me too. I don't know if you guys know, but we like to run left a lot. We do. Yeah. We do. Tannehill, yeah, he's not going to yep. show him the secrets. <laughs> you got you to gotta hand it off to Henry like this, not like that. Yeah, but imagine the RPO. <laughs> Those are his secrets. That's, that's what he doesn't want him like, to know. The RPO advantages will have with Malik if he like you know. Oh man, short yardage. <laughs> oh, if he yeah. were to actually do that, oh yeah. I think they'll they'll they will set up. They'll integrate stop. Some it's all type I got. RPO for him in the into the playbook uh, when he comes into his own. But for now, you know, I think he should learn. He needs to learn to be a better pocket passer. Um, moving on though, Kenny Pickett. Yep. Wait, what do you guys see in Kenny Pickett? I think, I think he also landed in a good spot. Um, you know, he's got those good receivers, uh, Claypool, and who's the other one? Drawing the blank. Deontay Johnson. Uh, it's Deontay Johnson. Yep. And then they got some new additions Not in the draft, Jay. too. So, George I think Pickens, he can off, right off the and bat. I think he's a, out of these three, or these five quarterbacks, at least. Yeah. The, in the best position. What were you going to say, Patrick? He's in the best position for this year. I, I think he's in the best position for this year. So I, if you had to take a rookie quarterback in a fantasy draft this year, he is the one I would take Yeah, because I think he has the best chance to start at some point. It probably won't be right away, but best chance to start at some point. And that's also a healthy uh, front office for the most part and coach, you know, Definitely. Mike Who Thomas is it up there coach. in front of him? Is it just Mason Rudolph? No, it's yeah, he's, Trubisky. It's Trubisky, yeah. He's winning. Which yeah. I think... I'm going to agree with Patty on this one, and I don't agree with Philly fans usually. Yeah, I, I think Trubisky is better <laughs> than, than what people give him credit for. So I think that it will be an actual quarterback battle, but I, I think I do expect Pickett to come out on top. But the only thing that I will say against Pickett, because I think he's, you know, he's really talented, especially, you know, scrambling around the pocket. He's got really good accuracy on the run, but he had the second highest time to throw in the country last year. Um, so he will hold on to the ball mm. until he falls over and dies. So that is something that, you know, Mike Tomlin and company will definitely have to work with him on. Um, yeah, he'll have to work on that. I thought you were going to say his hand size. Also that, also that he's got baby hands there. He's got the hands of a third grader. <laughs> Um, yeah, that ball's gonna jump out of his hands right away. <laughs> yeah, what you said. Uh, moving on to Desmond Ritter, landed in Atlanta. I was very high on Desmond Ritter uh, pre-draft, and a lot of I think he was sort of a late riser to a lot of people. One thing I will say against him, he I'm still he kind of beat up on bad defenses, and he did well. You know, he did well against bad teams, and then when he was challenged, he kind of. Uh, it wasn't terrible, but it, not nearly as well uh, as he was. And that's that's kind of a red flag sometimes when you see quarterbacks. You know, that, that was one of the big knocks against Zach Wilson, I think, coming into the NFL, was that he, he beat up on really bad teams a lot of the times and it looked really good. I'm just trying to get a good example of a solid uh, quarterback that came in and beat up on bad teams. I mean, I guess Wentz for a while there. <clears throat> But um, yeah, that's true. Just for yeah. a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, he had bit. that one amazing season. Tony but, Romo. You know, again, who in the FCS. NFC East is good, Patrick? When did the NFC East get good? Remind me. Uh, it's, a, it's a dead division. Right the- we should probably drop it. <laughs> dead. The NFC so they give him a playoff spot. Give it to a they real are, team. They've had repeat. Yeah. I mean, they haven't had a repeat winner since the Eagles won f- like four or five in a row back in the. This, this not 2000s. a brag. It's not a brag. No, it's not. I mean, it's a bad division. And you're right. The Eagles had an easy schedule that year, but I'll, I'll drop it. Sean, did you know? Ooh. Did you know that the Colts, since 2015, the Colts have had seven preseason division titles? Uh, do you want to know how many actual division titles they've had since 2015? <laughs> Zero. <Zip>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I read something. They had like, um, I mean, they were in like what AFC Championship game or two? Yeah, they were. Was it one or two? No, man, just one, against think. Brady that they just got absolutely. Yeah, I know I they got dogs. Manning and Brady one. Manning, um, it was just one with luck. Yeah, Manning. There were like three. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought Manning and were you talking about Manning and Brady or more recently? No, more recently since since 2015 is what I was talking about. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to Desmond Ritter, though. Um, I think he's pretty. He yeah. he goes through his progressions pretty quick, which is a very good sign. Uh, that means he's you know, more NFL ready, or it's it's a good sign that he's more NFL ready. But uh, I think that he has a chance to supplant Mariota. Shaw is a big Mariota uh, stan, who would probably disagree with me. Shaw, do you think? He's gonna do you think that Mariota will be like the QB one for the whole year? He's going to beat him off with a stick. That boy's going to stay on the bench. Okay. Mario's going to say, hold my towel. Here's my juice. I, li- I like it a little bit, you know, right before the huddle. So, like, you know, get, get it to me quick. And Mariota's going to lead him, like, every game-winning drive, man. I'm really excited to see it, man. Mariota He's got Cordell like Patterson. Shoots a little bit mixed there, you know. A hey, little man. Bit of, uh, Listen. A little bit Mariota. of lemon-lime with the – little bit of lemon-lime with the orange. Yeah, <laughs> on the he's, he's, he's got a team. He's got a team. He's got a chip, and now he wants some dip. And he's going to get it. I think he's going to get it. And ain't no rookie quarterback going to get in his way. I also don't think it'd be a good idea to bring in a rookie quarterback into a season in which you're projected to be the worst team in the NFL. Unless. Uh, unless that's the thing, Patrick. too. Mariota took care of the ball. You're going to be a terrible team, right? Yeah. You're going to be a terrible team, but your quarterback takes care of the ball. Your halfback is very fast and is very efficient and can also take care of the ball. You have some really speedy wide receivers, minus Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Uh, Are you saying they're actually going to be okay, the Falcons? No. no, no. Well, I I don't know about this O-line, and that's like the heart and soul of a football team. So Here's (laughs) the other side of that coin. You know, let let him figure that out. Here's the other side of that coin. He's going to run for his life, Mariota. I think that the Falcons are going to be – you know, out of the playoff running like halfway through the season. So I think that... Oh, I didn't say they were playoff. Yeah, no. I, 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 I think they that playoff. they're going to probably throw Ritter in there for at least four or five games to see what they got before the next QB-rich draft comes by because this next draft is going to have some solid QBs. So I think they probably want to see what they've got in Ritter before they... Uh, before the year is over. So that, that's why I think Ritter has a good chance to kind of show what he's got. Fantasy-wise, you know, redraft leagues, we're not touching him. But I think that he could potentially, you know, if, right. if, it's one if things thing. go well, I think he could he could uh, carve out a role for himself. 
Right. It's one thing if, you know, the Falcons took him in like the first round. Obviously, they're not taking another quarterback for two or three, four years. Mm -hmm. But you get him in the third round? They got him in the third round. I think so. Those picks are almost, in a sense, kind of expendable if, you know, something really good is there for the taking. Exactly. Like Bryce Young. Yeah, Bryce Young, exactly. Or CJ Stroud. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So who knows? It could go either way. But we got to move on to Sam Howell. Uh, Sam Howell reminds me of a, of, of a you know, I don't hear what I'm not saying. I don't think he's Josh Allen. But he reminds me of a young Josh Allen coming out of uh, college. He's got a very good deep ball. Uh, but he's a little bit of a, you know, one read and then I'm going to take off, which, you know, from his, his junior year. He's a project for sure. Oh, for sure. Well, not junior year, but his, his first year he had Michael Carter and uh, Javante Williams as his running backs both left. And so the next year, anyone want to guess how many uh, rushing yards he had? I don't know. Five, 50. at least six. That is correct, Rob. I'm going to go with Robbie on this one. <laughs> he had 1,106 rushing yards, I believe. Oh, my God. Yo, good yeah. job, Rob. You're just 1,000 short, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't entirely wrong. And fact check me on that. I was that. close. I mean, you were he's, closest. No, he was right. That's correct. Yeah, he's right. It was at least six. Um, yeah, that's at least six. So he's an athlete. He can take off, but he, he does need to he needs to become a better pocket passer. But um, I think that with the Washington Commanders, you know, we'll see how we'll see if Wentz, you know, can stay healthy and stay on the field because I think Wentz is a decent QB, but I don't think he's their long term answer. And I think that they're hoping they've got that with Sam Howell. Even nobody's long term answer, to be fair. True. Um, no, I mean the Colts just gave him away. Yeah, for chips. For almost yeah. nothing. They they begged people to take him. Yeah. They they threw And him I'm out, pretty sure actually. Washington took his salary too, which is crazy to me too. They did. So we'll see. We'll see how that pans out. Um lastly, Matt Corral out of Old Miss. He is Dude, he that's is the a quarterback one, battle that's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, he is the one that I believe has the second best chance to start behind Desmond Ritter. Or no, behind uh, Kenny Pickett. Honestly, because he has to beat out Sam Darnold uh, for the queue for the starting spot. So I think that uh, I think he has a good chance to at least we'll, we'll see him on the field. I think. Wouldn't you guys agree? Yeah, I think he for sure is going to pull away in that quarterback battle against Darnold. Like he's just a more athletic dude, and I think he the only, has the the only the thing edge. I would worry about him right now is the situation at coach and GM and everything mm, in Carolina, yeah. I think is the most unstable of them all. Um, maybe the Falcons could be a little bit more unstable, but again, everybody suspects them to be bad. Carolina, I think they're, I think Matt rule may be wearing out his uh, patience a little bit in Carolina, which is unfortunate because I think he's a good coach. But he's built a pretty solid defense there. It's just the offense is shambles. Yeah. Like constantly shambles. 
And he probably the, signed off on a lot of that. Yeah, I think they're the just defense. Eventually, was like, "Dog, yeah. <laughs> we can't keep up. Help we can't me, keep up. please. Can't, we can't keep doing this, coach. Please." <laughs> yeah, he's really. And uh, I see Robbie Anderson. Yeah, I see him getting tired of getting overthrown by Sam Donald mm-hmm. too. So mm-hmm. I see Matt Coral having some serious fantasy value. Sorry though, Joe. No, yeah, that's that's another that's another good point, uh, Shaw. Is he's gonna have some, you know, if he gets the job, he's gonna have some solid weapons with DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey. Um, I think that I think he's gonna have enough uh, to set him up for success. We'll just see if he uh, we'll see if he's better than Sam Donald. If he doesn't beat out Sam Donald. For the QB one spot, I think it's probably safe to say that. I think he's got. He's to. not. He doesn't have what it takes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he doesn't, then, <laughs> then he's at the bottom of our list. Because Sam Darnold doesn't yeah. have what it takes, and so if he can't beat out Sam Darnold, then you know, I think that I think it's all Shame hope is lost <laughs> for him. Uh, that's that's about it, Patrick. Let's let's hear what you got as far as trivia. Okay. All right. So, um, what quarterback has the longest rushing play by a quarterback in NFL history, or who has you know the longest rushing play by a quarterback in NFL history? Which quarterback is it? Colin Kaepernick. Which quarterback has the longest quarterback rushing play in NFL Ooh. history? Just a rush by a quarterback. I, I think I remember. I'll tell you the yards. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I think it's. What is it? Is it like ninety something? Ninety three yards. It's it's Colin Kaepernick or Terrell Pryor. Oh man, which one is it? My mind keeps going to Marcus Mariota. Oh Mariola man, in that one, uh, and that one run he had. Rob, you got anything? No, that Mariota. Or not that one. Uh, who was that against? Where he had I thought that the Mariota one really was like eighty. I thought it was 80-something yards. First, okay. correct so 90s. guess. And, like, I'm going to limit y'all to, like, one guess. Okay. Least. Sean, what is your final uh, answer? You got to lock You got to lock it in. Yeah. Oh, First one to get it, though. Colin Kaepernick, man. But I, I have a sick feeling it's Terrell Pryor. I'm going to say. I don't know which one was longer. I'm going to say Marcus Mariota because I don't know. Oh, uh, shoot. It's up to me. Okay. Um, Wait, remind me. What did you – Shaw, who did you say? Colin Kaepernick. Is it Michael Vick? No. No, guys. Uh, so I guess it's my 30 seconds at the end of this. And, Shaw, <laughs> it's Terrell Pryor. God, oh, why? No. Why? <laughs> why? I knew I, it. I should I knew almost it. give it I to you. It. But I really – You know, this surprised it. me. And I didn't have to give you guys any other that. hints either. Shut up! Shut up! That was an accident. I'm sorry. Shut I up. was gonna. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I didn't have to give you guys any. I didn't have to give you any other hints. I mean, because I tested that on Andrea, and she's like, "Terrell Pryor, really?" I had to give her a couple of hints. She's. Um, I said he was really. Like he was great in college and he was very good in high school, like well hyped coming into Ohio State. Yeah, well hyped coming into Ohio State. But then they had that whole um, postseason ban because, you know, Jim Tressel and everything, which is irrelevant now due to NIL. But yeah, uh, yeah, he did not pan out as well for pros. I mean, he was great. He was 
dynamic player for the Raiders, but he was, 93 yards. He turned out better than Jamarcus Russell. I looked so. that one up. Yep. Um, he did turn out better than Which team was Russell. he on when he rushed? <laughs> when he did have that rush? It was the Raiders. Okay. The Raiders have had worse luck with their QBs. Um, but that is going to wrap it up. Uh, actually, no, hold oh. on. Patrick, what is whoa, your rant? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is your rant? I got my 30 seconds. Oh. So my rant really is, all right, put 30 seconds on the clock. You're on the clock. It's how sports can just change so drastically over the course of, you know, five minutes and all that. I, uh, this weekend, I was enjoying some of the other football, uh, association football, uh, English, that's soccer for anybody else. And Liverpool were tied and they were kind of in a driver's seat position with, uh, they needed Man City to lose, and Man City was down 0-2. And in the course of five minutes uh, against Villa, Man City scored three goals to render whatever Liverpool did in their game in order to win the Premier League title irrelevant. And it's just, life can be cruel, but chin up for Liverpool because they have the Champions League final this weekend. I just wanted to do a quick Premier League shout out. Football is my own sport and that, that is I time. Shaw, you should get more into soccer. <laughs> you should. Boo! It is the world's sport. Boo! Wrong it's football. The- Boo! <laughs> All right, guys. I we got to fully wrap it agree up. with Shaw. <laughs> um, thanks for listening to another episode of the Fourth and Four podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at fourth.and.four, F-O-U-R, and on Twitter as well. And make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Thanks for listening. Peace.